Through principal practice, we are stronger, smarter, healthier, better. Welcome to the first of the first Knuckle Dragger Podcast. And we're live. What's up, Ben? How we doing? In una monto. I apologize, my friend. So yeah. sorry. I understand you had a, a big move in the works. Not much we can do about that. It's kind of soldier. Those glasses going on there, pal. Yeah. Blue blockers. I wear, I wear them from 5 p.m. on out till I go to sleep. So. And, and what's the methodology and method behind the madness? Tell me. Uh, to limit my exposure to blue light, which is, uh, which disrupts your circadian rhythm. So I go to bed early and I wake up early. And this is one of those tools that is helpful. Keep that in mind. Yeah. Yeah. When you're not taking in blue light, um, your, your body's producing uh, melatonin naturally rather than supplementally through uh, like a gummy or something. And you get tired so like like given right now the holiday fitness area right yes example i took a month off i had to do a lot of life stuff and stuff like that yeah. so the question is should people be doing those hygienic you know sleep hygiene thing wearing the blue blockers type stuff still or should they just relax and be like i'm good you know i so long i i don't believe in in diminishing the quality of life to you know, do something that isn't, isn't going to work in your lifestyle. Um, now, if this is like wearing blue blockers, not a big deal. You can carry those anywhere, throw them on when you want. Um, so I don't think that's a giant inconvenience to your daily, um, daily plans, whether it be holidays or, you know, your normal life. Uh, so unless it's really disruptive to uh, your enjoyment of holidays, family time, spending time with friends, I'd say go for it. You know, don't don't crush yourself over, you know, oh, I didn't wear my blue blockers tonight. Like if I forget my blue blockers when I go back back home to Wisconsin for a little bit, I'm not gonna be, you know, it's not gonna crush me. Right, right, right. Interesting. Yeah. Hang on a second. Oh, sorry about that. <clears throat> so now given that the holidays are here, a lot of people get off the turkey day, right? Thanksgiving. Yep. yep. A lot more excuses, or are you seeing people actually step up? I that depends. Um, me personally, I always kind of dial it back around this time of year for a few different reasons. A, um, I enjoy spending time with my family and friends. B, it's a good time to sit down and enjoy meals with everybody that you don't typically get to see, and um, you know, that's overall quality of life is that adds to it. Um, I don't think you need to deprive yourself through the holidays. Um, and spoiler alert, you can still maintain a good routine and a good nutritional, uh, you so a good nutritional framework through, through all of the holidays. Huh. You don't have to restrict yourself, but you do have to, you know, kind of moderate everything. Uh, yeah, I'm not gonna go. I'm not gonna go eat. You know, three quarters of a pumpkin pie. <laughs> First of all, it identifies half a pumpkin pie. Yeah. Either way, <laughs> if we're gonna go on that scale, you know, I'm not eating two pumpkin pies. True. Uh, but I will. I will have. You know, maybe a couple slices. It's not gonna bother me. Now, as far as 
the, the actual workout routine. I am less focused on specific goals and more focused on just general movement. Okay. Um, I go back home for the holidays. Um, you know, my wife and I will go to Wisconsin, spend a few days there. Now, inherently living in Wisconsin and visiting my parents, um, they, I, <laughs> if you knew my family, you know, they always have some chores and shit for you to do when you get there. <laughs> Whether it be splitting wood, uh, clearing brush, um, grabbing firewood, it doesn't matter. There's always going to be something. Um, so that, that keeps me accountable as far as activity goes. Now, if I can get into a gym, great. I'll do, I'll probably do some full body workouts just to keep everything on, you know, maintenance mode. I want to, I want to maintain homeostasis on that. And that's that's my plan of attack through the holiday season. Um, hmm. Thanksgiving down, Christmas is left. So, what about you? What's what's your your plan of action moving forward and getting through the holidays? And even even with your new move, you know that's that accounts for a lot of uh, you know life stress and and throws a little loop in the timeline. Yeah, actually, the move was a. Uh... Surprisingly, the move would draw it out for like about four, almost four weeks just because selling the house, moving the stuff storage. <laughs> I forget how much stuff I had in storage or I put it away in storage and then moving it out again and then moving it somewhere else, like just, you know, all that stuff. So I'm finding actually doing a continual movement in myself, of myself in the, just the move itself. But um, the last five days in a row, um, I've actually got up and got my happy ass out the door and ran my, my minimum of two miles in the morning. Uh, I'm not going to lie. My body is pretty hurt. Um, yeah, it's great. Like my hip flexors, the side of my, the, the, the side of my thighs, I'm like, that's new. This is great. Um, but yeah, definitely, you know, I, I won't lie. Like this is kind of the part of the fitness journey. Um, you know, I definitely lost the, the shapeness that I wanted and also the, uh, what's it called? The, um, the structure and the sculpture of my body. So now instead of getting pissed on myself or depressed or whatever, I'm just like, all right, well, I know what I'm capable of doing. So let's get back at it. Right. Um, and that's, you know, that's, everyone says balance, right? Like, Oh, find the holiday balance. And I see other people eating like crap and going on drinks and I'm still not doing the drinking. Right. Um, but more so, you know, I definitely want some pumpkin pie. I would love pumpkin pie, but I'm going to gorge myself. Um, you know, and then, like you said, some sort of continual movement every night, you know, me and the gapser goes out for a walk, two mile walk, let's go get, let's get it. You know what I'm saying? So at a bare minimum. Yeah. Yeah. Just stay moving. Objects in motion tend to stay in motion. So I think that's important to know going through the holidays and everything. You know, you can't always be perfect. And it's, if you fall off the bandwagon, you know, this is the nice thing about this fitness and nutrition thing. You can't really fuck it up. Um, it's, even if you do, it's going to be short term. You just get right back on track. You know, if you didn't have a perfect diet day, big deal. Move on. Yep. Next day is tomorrow. Make that one. It's just continuing to to let those those losses go and focus on the next twenty four hours ahead. You win that one. Yeah. And then another one, and then you win the next one, and then next thing you know, you got a week down, and then a month, and then months after that, turn into a full year. Um, this year for me, personally, been great. I've been pretty much on my A game all year. I've hit every, just about every goal except one. Which is? Uh, I was going to bench 405 this year, but 
COVID-19 had other plans for me as far as, yeah. But that's that one is, uh, we'll, we'll furlough that one to 2021. That's going to happen. Uh, it's just a matter of time. For COVID, right? How convenient. Lovely thing. I think I'm going to try this whole new different thing of, um, of trying to actually do a 400 mile or not 400 mile, 200 mile run. That's what I'm thinking about next. You know, that endurance, that place of like, you know, pain and, 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 and un, uncomfortableness, if you will. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so the idea here is, um, you know, I don't know how I'm going to do it, but I've decided, um, I'm going to, I'm going to break my bridges in my feet, uh, score myself away. And then for the next five months, just train on excessive miles, excessive miles. So I'm going to pro probably run from Chandler to, <laughs> to Scott. So what sparked this ultra marathon in Rico Danielson? Um, nothing, nothing sparked it. It's just, I, I didn't wake up, but I was like, I want to do something tough. I want to do something because it was between that and bodybuilding. Right. And yeah. dude, I love bodybuilding. I've never achieved, I've always had the V, but I've never achieved the six pack abs. Like I've always wanted. Um, but I know it's there. Right. But I think to me, my other, my ADD sets in or my, <laughs> or my attention goes away. So I'm just like, I wanted, I want to feel pain. I want to feel some pain. And this is going to be it. Oh, interesting <laughs> approach. <laughs> I want to feel pain. He's running towards it. That's good. That's yeah. good. You know, the hard way is the, the best way most of the time. I don't have any friends who have ran 200 miles in, in one sitting. So actually, I have one friend who's done a trifecta, and he's with the Spartan Races. Uh, his name is Jordan Lambro. I wrote about him um, in, in the book. And um, this guy had completed a total of, like, I think 350K, yeah, 50 miles or 350 miles in a weekend. And they're not just the running, but the obstacles. And when you look at him, he has an ultimate dad bod, right? Um, <laughs> but when he, when you go running with this guy, it's like, Jesus, man, what, what, what did they feed you as a child? And then on top of that, like, where does your mind go? Cause he'll zone out, you know? Yeah. yeah. Pretty you have to get in a, you know, almost a meditative state if you want to get through that many miles. Yeah. Yeah, you're gonna feel pain, and it's. I think you just can't focus on it if you're gonna really finish it. The more you focus on it, then you know it's gonna amplify. So yeah. you got you got to be in some sort of zone. And the further part, uh, this guy Jordan, that he, you know, he, he kind of mentioned when it comes to this type of area of fitness, uh, you know, marathon running, ultra marathon running, is is not a nuance for me, but like. He's, he's a mentor to me, right? And he's the same age as me, good guy. Um, you know, when it comes to, you know, weightlifting, I'm the opposite of him. Like, I'm his mentor. I'm like, hey, you should be doing these things. But um, the the weird part is this guy always runs in a kilt. And I never got it. And, yeah, he's, he's, dude, I'm telling you, man, amazing guy. And you would never know. It, but, it, like, when you look at his, his, his fitness uh, journey path, he's very physically fit, right? When you look at his career path, he's still a chief warrant officer in the in the Army Reserve. And he has a great career. So this just kind of speaks that miles of, of you know, of that knuckle dragger mentality of saying, you know, uh, fitness actually propels you to where you, where you want to go. Yep. Absolutely, man. Cornerstone of all successful people. 
Absolutely. And speaking about the, the knuckle dragger, yes. I got, I got the edits of the book, right. Um, I threw in some things and now it's off to editing. So for our listeners and whatnot, Ben and I are writing a book on the knuckle dragger ethos and the lifestyle of fitness. Um, this will be one of its kind, first of its kind. It's going to be a very light read, more so just to get the information out. And the second of all, uh, we worked on it for about two and a half, three months. Is that right? Uh, roughly, yeah. And now it's off to editing, so we're waiting for the editing. And then we're going to go to a second round of edits. So hopefully in February, we'll have a book out and then go to print and go to Kindle as well. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. You know, if you'd have told me I would be writing a book in 2020, you would have told yeah. me that in 2019 and said you're nuts. Absolutely. Not even a thought in my mind. But it was something that we did and pretty, pretty excited to see the final product of that one. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's going to be fun. It's going to be very interesting. Yes. Uh, you know, I'm actually writing two other, one book is, should be out next week. And then the other book that I'm working on leadership FMO one, uh, field manual leadership 01 should be out next year. I'm actually doing it with a, um, with a very highly respected veteran. And, um, he's that dude's a fucking beast in fitness too, man. I'll introduce you to him. Nice. Looking forward to it. Yeah. So, all right. So for our listeners and viewers and whatnot, um, what are the things we need to do now between new, between the day after New Year's, because we know we're gonna get people to go out there and rage with the best of them bottle service. Yeah. yeah, I would say, um, you know, it's you're not done yet. The year isn't over. You can't quit. And even when it's year year old, you, even when the year is over, you still got a new one coming right around the corner. You know, stay focused, recalibrate if you need to, um, get after it over the holidays. You know, spend time with your your loved ones. Um, don't don't beat yourself up too much if you if you fall off a little bit. Hop back on the wagon and and push forward. Um, yeah, don't don't get complacent. This is an easy time of the year where you know I would say the closest to a valid excuse um, would be to to hop off and you know kind of fall into that lull but don't do it it's tempting and it's easy so don't do it so what are, all right so if i'm uh if, if you're training me right cool awesome i go to ugly swear to party or if i go to um you know holiday party or christmas right foods everywhere sweets are everywhere which is amazing then the booze comes out yeah what are some tips and tricks here that you can help me out with moderation, moderation. Don't, yeah don't get hammered don't do that. <laughs> I'm never going to advocate for, you know, large amounts of alcohol consumption. Uh, it's just not, I wouldn't say it's, it'd be a responsible thing for me to say the healthcare professional, uh, preventative healthcare professional. And I don't, I don't partake in it myself. It'll be on the 28th of December will be a full year for me. Okay. Uh, no alcohol. So, you know, I advocate for that. So I'm, I'm practicing what I preach. Nice, man. Nice. Yeah. If it lands more than three fingers, either in the amount, the measurement, or the, like, overall quantity, cut it off. Really interesting. Is that just a rule of thumb for alcohol or just in general? General. Interesting. So, like, yeah. you like beef jerky and you had three of them. Not good. Uh, beef jerky is a little different. Low <laughs> high sodium. 
your body needs sodium. Uh, you know, it's a dense source of protein and with little, little drawbacks. <laughs> I am personally loving the jerky. Yeah. But be mindful that the Asian spicy beef jerky, the Asian market that I just went to yesterday, their idea of spice and my idea of spice are way. Yeah, burns going in and coming out. <laughs> <laughs> it was an interesting time, let me tell you. <laughs> so what about you? What's what would you want everybody to take away from from this as going into the holidays and in the new year? Well, I know a lot of my uh, fellow military law enforcement and also um, veterans. <laughs> The notorious grog bowl, right? Grog, yeah. Do you know what that is? Oh man, let me tell you. That's where the great stories start and divorces start too. Um, so basically, it's this bowl, right? And it's like yay big, and you pitch in whatever drink you have in your hand, whether it's whiskey, vodka, you know, beer, and you start drinking out the grog bowl. And you know, you're around your comrades, camaraderies, uh, uh, comrades, and whatnot. And I get it, and whatnot. But that's, you know, if I could take it back, I would not drink out that grog bowl, number one. Number two, I would kind of roll, slow my roll. If you're going to drink, hey, have fun, but just make sure you earn that, right? Um, one of the things, um, my friend Jordan, he, on Thanksgiving Day, he's like, hey, I'm going to go run a marathon this morning and then go eat turkey. Do you want to come with me? For some people, that might work. Think about it. Like, you're going to run 15 to, 20, 15 to 29 miles in one day. You can pretty much eat whatever you want at that point, right? Yeah, pretty much right i mean like as long as you're not smashing out greasy cheeseburgers and stuff yeah and even then you're probably gonna hit the upper limit in your stomach capacity <laughs> exactly uh same thing with drinking you know i know a lot of my friends are gonna go out there drinking that's cool that's awesome just make sure you earned it and then make sure you're not you're not killing yourself over it shit absolutely well, rock and roll, Ben. Always good to see you. Uh, for our viewers, we are Knuckle Dragger. I'm Rico Danielson. I'm Ben Wallin. And check Roger. We'll catch you guys on the flip side.